Hi, this is Dr. June, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, The Heart of the Matter. <clears throat> For this episode, I've chosen the universal theme of heartbreak, and I think this is something to which we can all relate. I've chosen this in part because I am working on and hope to soon complete a book I've entitled Getting Over a Broken Heart. Today, I want to focus on some of the themes in my book, such as the pain of heartbreak and you know what it does to us. Um, what are some of the causes? What causes such terrible pain? And finally, the process of healing and moving on. You know, it, it's hard to describe the feeling of heartbreak. Um, some say, well, I don't know, you just feel it in your heart. And I know I've had that experience, and I'm sure many of you have as well. A woman named Pat once said, it was like my heart was made of glass, and someone took it to the top of the Empire State Building and dropped it to the ground, and it shattered into a million pieces. I feel like Humpty Dumpty shattered into a million pieces and no one can put me back together again. Such pain comes and goes in waves. Um, and you can feel that brief moment of respite or peace and then the feelings come back kind of like a tidal wave. Many say they feel it most of all in the morning upon awakening when the realization of what happened hits full force. Well, what causes such terrible pain? I, I guess the first obvious thing is loss. When you lose a loved one through any means, there's a devastating feeling of loss. Uh, feelings of sadness, emptiness, depression, hurt, anger, or desperation, or panic, as though a part of you has been ripped away forever. When you lose a loved one through any means, um, you don't just lose that person. You lose all the hopes, dreams, and desires that are connected to them. And like say the case of a breakup, you may lose the dreams and fantasies of what you thought your life would have been like. There's an um, epitaph in my book by an author I love called Thomas Hood, named Thomas Hood. And it goes like this. My spirit flew in feathers then. That is so heavy now. No summer pool can ever cool. The fever on my brow. Thomas Hood. To fly so high, feel such joy. That is the pain of falling in love and having it end. And it's also another poem I want to share. I guess you figured out by now I like poetry because I feel it really captures human emotions, you know, very much. And this, this poem goes like this. The night has a thousand eyes, the day but one, but the light of the whole world dies when day is done. The mind has a thousand eyes, the heart but one, but the light of a whole life dies when love is done. That's anonymous. Um, love is like really one of the most enlivening experiences. Losing it can feel as though a part of yourself has died. And so we really struggle to hold on to it sometimes against 
all odds. Um, in case of, say, like a breakup, the mind may work and rework everything. What happened? Uh, what did I do? Or what did I fail to see? In the back of your mind is that um, feeling that, in general, maybe somehow things can work out and we'll be together again. At any rate, um, there is like just a feeling of hope, um, you know, that, that somehow this can work out somehow. But like, when you lose a loved one through death, there there can be no such hope. Hence another line, but oh, for the touch of a vanished hand, or the sound of a voice that is still. This is a line from a famous poem by Tennyson. And I just feel it really captures the agony of the permanence of death and the longing, that longing to hold on to that loved one, knowing it's impossible. When you lose a loved one through death, it's like it's different from breakup, a breakup in the sense that your mind doesn't go over it in the same way in the hopes that um, maybe you know you could work it out and you'll be together again. What most people say is, I can't get over the permanence. When my father died, my mom said in disbelief, he'll never walk through that door again. Another source of this of such pain is a blow to the self. We all lose a part of ourselves in a relationship that's the price of intimacy. Um, we all experience some sort of blow to the self when a relationship ends because of the fact that in any close relationship, that person's become a part of our daily experience, our world, our self. But for some persons, because of their life experiences, um, this blow can be especially devastating. In these instances, there's often a pileup of injuries to the self, an accumulation of losses and traumas that weaken oneself and make it impossible to endure yet another blow. You know, the, the, the loss of a loved one is such a disorganizing event, hence, if go back to what I originally said about Pat, how she said she felt like shattered into a million pieces and no one can put me back together again. So, so such loss is traumatic. And as with any traumatic trauma, uh, repetition lessens the pain and hence the uh, need to go over it and over it again in your mind or talking about it. But at what point is this no longer productive? You know, some people say, uh, my mind goes in circles and my thoughts scare me. Well, this is not productive repetition in so much as it's obsessive wheel spinning. I mean, yes, you need to go over it in order to process the loss, but you also need to give yourself a break. Now, I, I'd like to talk somewhat about the about healing now i know i said in the beginning that uh i've you know written a book or i'm writing a book and in the title it's say say getting over getting over a broken heart but i just want to say that the notion of getting over is so much a western one with its emphasis on um 
getting rid of something or eradicating it through some aggressive means. You know, I tell people it's not a cold. You don't just get over it. Instead, you heal and eventually move on. But it's but it's always with you. Some say um, each you know loss leaves a little hole. It does, and the first instinct is to try to fill that hole. In our society, there's that tendency to run away from pain, and um, yeah, well, <laughs> that makes sense if you think about it. Um, if you put your hand on a hot burner, you're going to yank it away. And heartbreak is very much that way. It's the pain is terrible, and you'll do anything to push it away. And the first thing we usually do is to try to talk it to death. I, I remember a particular breakup I had, which was partially the inspiration for my book, um, in which I just kept calling people, and I, don't think I think I kept calling them until I ran out of people to call, and I'd go over the different scenarios, and that would feel, you know, good for a bit. But as soon as you hang up that phone or say the door closes behind you, there it is again. It was at one time when, instead of reaching for the phone for the hundredth time, I reached inside that I began to feel whole. Then I got in touch with something, something very deep inside, which was a love of my own self. As crazy as this may sound, I, it's like I kind of fell in love with my own self, and it felt great. Instead of running away from my feelings, I just sat with them and then began to embrace the wounded person who was me. Um, I had been pining for that loved one, and I, I thought I was in love with him, and I guess I was at least in the beginning. But where was the love of my own self? It was when I truly began to feel that love for my own self that I began to feel better. And sometimes there, there are certain things that um, kind of complicate the picture, and that's other people's reactions. Like whether you're dealing with a divorce or a breakup or death of a loved one, other people often have reactions that do not help. For example, when you lose a loved one through death, uh, you may hear at a funeral, he or she is in a better place. Well, my reaction is, well, I'm not. Or in the case of a breakup, you may hear um, remarks such as snap out of it, get over it, move on. Well, these are words no one wants to hear because they just, they invalidate your feelings and they don't speak the truth. The truth is you don't just get over it. This is, like I said, it's, this is not a cold. It's something you just get over. <laughs> and um, also, you know, I'm a clinical psychologist and I've worked with many different types of heartbreak. And sometimes I'll hear things such as, well, I've been broken up from this relationship for two months, or my mom has been gone one year and people say you should move on. Well, my reaction is two months, a year, whatever. What are you kidding? It's, you don't just get over it. It's, this is with you, it stays with you. Sometimes um, I'll hear from people like, um, I, I feel really sad. Is it okay that I just want to hang out in my pajamas all day long? I, I just I just feel terribly sad. 
Well, of course it's okay. Um, you know, we live in such a productivity-oriented society, and um, we, all, we usually feel that we have to be uh, productive, we need to be doing something. Sometimes the thing we need to be doing is taking care of our own selves. You know, my answer is, of course, to just to sit with yourself. And I, this is very important to allow yourself to feel all of your feelings and to be able to just love yourself and sometimes just find your own self-worth. And I just want to say in closing, be gentle with yourself. Listen to your heart, your inner voice. It will guide you through this journey. Don't be afraid to ask for help. We are all fragile and sometimes can just use a helping hand or a sympathetic ear.